<laughs> I guess it's warranted. Today, on another edition of As the Empire Burns, everything was calm at the press conference. Too calm, some would say. Maybe it was just minutia. Or was it business? We'll discuss. I'm LeVac Goss. 95.9 FM, 980A of Fox Sports Radio. Guys, promise me that not every single show we do is going to be about Tony and the Empire. You got to promise. You got to. You got to promise me that. That wasn't the plan. You know, like May, we got playoffs, we got baseball, we got a bunch of different stuff going on. We've done enough shows together. We kind of have the landscape of what Capital Region sports fans want to hear. The voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Never. I thought you just meant I was the. Voice of the Never would I have thought that we'd have day four of Empire Talk, but this is the hottest story in the Capital Region sports world. Every day we play the drama soap opera music because it's another day with this stuff. It hasn't slowed down. Every day there's something more bizarre involving this franchise. The, uh, yeah, the press conference yesterday while we were on air, it was scheduled for 4, started at 4.30-ish. Um. <laughs> I'm going to say this, too. When I was still there, I refused to schedule any press stuff for him at one point, after the first, like, two weeks. Because you, you know, guys, you, you're on air, you deal with people, you, you, you know, you're a program director, whatever the heck that means. Um, yeah, large, hairless orangutan. Um, I can't be too nice to you. It's weird. It's just Brand manager. Oh, look at you. Can, we, can you go back to PD? Because brand manager's BM. And that's just, I'm going to have to go to use the restroom. <laughs> um, but, like, when you make these press conference arrangements, when you set up interviews, when you set up appearances on shows, people schedule their day around it. And if you're always late, it, makes, it ultimately makes me look bad because I'm the one saying, hey, at 4 o'clock, everybody be here. We're going to tell you something cool. And it was, a, and, it, and bringing back, Head coach Tomanos, I think, you know, warranted a press conference, warranted explanation. It was, it, you know, had everyone's attention for the right reasons. You start a half hour late. And I know that's not Manas because you give Manas a schedule and that dude, that dude is going to be on the, heck, he's giving you a schedule. Like you give him one that says, all right, four o'clock, we're going to start. He's going to go, oh, 359.25. Like he's, he, that's, he's meticulous. That's what he, that's one of his, his, his real skills is, is being meticulous, attention to detail. Um, so like that kind of stuff bothers me. It bothers me a lot. And you can tell like, like the, um, like there's like a passive aggressive from all the local, local reporters where it's like, press conference schedule started four, it's 425, nothing's going on yet. You know, it was like just like, it's a little old school versus new school and talking about Coach Manos there. He's on coach time, right? The old Kaufman style. If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And as my old coach, Coach Coach Muff used to say, if you're late, you're forgotten. I've cleaned that up now for the AM and FM side. If it was just the podcast, I would have used Coach Muff's other oh, term. Oh, was it a different word? Yes. Did it rhyme with a small foul? Yes. Okay. But now the new school thing is that some people, especially non-traditional media, Antonio Brown style, would want to go later because they think more people would already be tuned in. Very Netflix-like. Right. Like, remember right. the... Love is Blind all of a sudden mysteriously was on late. They thought they'd have more people come in. I still think that was a conspiracy. But, yes, there's some professionalism that is maybe changing or lacking with the Empire. But there was a press conference. Changes have been yeah, made. Yep. We've got some cuts from that as well, if we want to get to that. Well, let's, go, let's, go with what it, let's talk about it. what happened first. Manas is back. 
What, so you have a unique perspective. You and I are very good friends. We work together Monday through Friday, 3 to 5, right here on Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980, the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. And you also work for the Empire. You know, you, you, we were both on-field MCs. Um, the team president uh, hired you at the time to do color commentary on the broadcast. You've done a great job. Um, whoever that guy was probably should win an award. Um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about the return of, of head coach Tom and us? I think it's really smart from his coaching career perspective. Hear me out on this. I know someone's going to hear that. Hang on, guys. You and Levesque for three days have talked about Antonio Brown and the mess of the empire and everything. You're telling me you're going to open the Thursday show and say how smart Coach Manas is? Listen to this. Okay. So he is fired two, three weeks ago. He's no longer coaching. But there are certain professions that that is what you do. A coach coaches. If you're a professional athlete, you get paid to play the sport. You do. If you're a radio host, you talk into a microphone on the radio. Like, there are certain professions, firefighters, professional wrestlers. We all get that. That's what your occupation is. That's what you do to put food on the table. From Coach Manasseh's coaching perspective, a little more veteran, seasoned in his career. But think about the you outcome. old? Seasoned is what I said. You meant old. That's all right. Experienced. Think about what he could do for his career. What if the Empire are great? Yeah. What if yeah. the Empire all of a sudden was losing all these players? And Coach Benas hinted at this a little bit of, hey, I think I deserve a little bit of credit for building the roster, bringing this talent in. <laughs> if they're good, if they're good, why can't he get a job in the USFL or the XFL or an assistant coach in the NFL? Because people are like, yo, who was that coach who took over everything that was crazy with Antonio Brown? They, whoa, whoa they, they're winning? Who is that Hire him, whoever that is. It is the bar has been set now so low for Coach Manas. If they start winning games, it is going to be great for his coaching career. So I think it's a great move for him to go back because he's a coach. He's getting paid, and only good things potentially can come from this for the future. Uh, so from his perspective, yeah. What what do you have to lose? Really, you, you're you're a back to back NAL champ. Um, you come back. It's, the team is at the lowest it's ever been. Um, he has proven he thrives in chaos. Like, he's proven that. The, in 2021, you know, him, Ron Tredico, Nate Starling Jr., Mike Quarta, they, they launched the team in 10 days. So he's proven that. So it's, yeah, I, I don't see a downside for him. I guess, I guess if, let me, all right, you know me. I always try to see both sides of every argument, even when no one's making the other side. You know, I guess if the team looks super flat, do you look at it even even after like obviously this week it's roll the dice. Whatever happens, happens. You can't you cannot blame that guy if this team gets rolled this week. I mean you can if you want, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Next week is when you start looking at, okay, you've had time to build this squad and play with it and you know, get them doing what you want them to do. Um, but if, if they come out flat in two weeks and the offense just never looks right. You start looking at him and going, well, you you know, you need where, you know, and and vice versa. If if you know, r- rumors are Ware's headed down to Orlando. Uh, let's say Ware goes down there and never looks right with you know, whether you know with Herky Walls or whatever. Uh, does he? Do they need each other? Is it one of those things where whatever is going on right now, do they do they need to get back together down the road? I think that's the only way he like Manas could actually lose any kind of credibility or steam in this situation. Um, but for the team. If you're a fan, you, they brought back a guy who sh- 
shows you stability. They brought back a guy who shows you championship pedigree. So, you know, <laughs> what was my biggest thing? I think it was Monday. Bring in somebody who knows arena football. Don't do this yourself because you don't know arena football. And they did that. So, you know, regardless of, of personal feelings about this guy, that guy, or this or that, it, I, I don't think it's a dumb move at all. Let, let's back that a little bit, too, here, because I think some people outside of the area in particular who are now following the story, especially if you're listening on the iHeart app, Fox Sports, 95.9, all that good stuff. Some people might be confused. Wait a, wait a second. Hang on. So Antonio Brown was the former the owner. Then they fired the coach. Then they brought him back. Why is the coach not mad that he got fired? I, I, I can't answer that. You know, if Coach Manas got let go and he felt like there was some bad blood between him and Antonio Brown, I think most people, no matter what their profession is, would be like, Man, you fired me two weeks ago. I'm not coming back to work for you. I think it's a little bit, and this is a great thing to have in sports, I think it's a little bit of arrogance of Coach Manas in a complimentary way. Oh, now you need me. Now you thought I could, now I got a little chip on my shoulder, maybe a big old chip on the shoulder. Like, you guys didn't think I could do it. Now you're asking me to come back. Now I'm about to show you what I can do, which I think is kind of cool. Look, I'm going to toss in this cut here on Antonio Brown's Twitter page from Coach Manas because we're talking about that chip on the shoulder and maybe a little bit of swag. I think he basically says that in this cut. Hi, I'm head coach Tom Manas, Lapeer, Michigan. We've been called the Evil Empire, and I kind of like it, to be honest with you, because anything in the realm of that has to be out of respect for what we've done. Finishing in the country first last two years in a row in all of indoor football, those things are the things that were probably perceived as. I'm sure it's arrogant, swagger, you name it. I tell everybody this every time. If you don't like the way we talk, you don't like our swagger, beat us. It's a good video. It's actually a really yeah. good video, right? It, it starts with, like, guess cool. who's back or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I can't see it because it was shared on a, an account that's blocked me. Um, <laughs> but, no, it, and look, at the end of the day, I'm always going to root for the Shield. There's always going to be a part of me that wants the Empire Shield to win. So, like, I'm in this weird spot right now where, yeah, I'm, I'm ticked off the way things were handled. I'm ticked off that a lot of the guys that, that I consider friends and family – were were so put off by the way things were going that they left, you know, and, and were released. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's some walked, some were shown the door, some were shown the door, then asked to walk back in and refused to. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm, I'm in a weird spot. Again, I, I, feel, I feel a great deal of ownership for the Albany Empire. Um, as a fan, as, as a guy who worked, you know, for them, as a guy who ran it, um, I feel a, an amazing amount of ownership. And I, it's it's very difficult for me to just go, yeah, but I don't like, I don't like Antonio Brown. Um, Coach Manas and I haven't spoken since he left. Like, I, I, this is not who I am. You know me. Like, if they, if they go out and they beat West Texas on Saturday, there's going to be a part of me that's very happy for them and really happy for the fans. Um, but there's definitely there's a lot more to the story, and I don't, I, I don't want to cloud what's going on right now with it all, but, like, there's, there's going to be a point probably like mid to late August where I'm just going to take, you know, maybe, we, maybe it's not even, maybe we just do it right on the iHeart app and just I'll let Gaz go full journalist and ask all the questions that, that he's probably got swimming around that brain of his. I'm, yeah, <laughs> you just kind of stirred the waters there a little bit in my brain, by the way, Levesque. Now I'm trying to get a read on you. Usually I'm easier to read of the two of us. After what you just said, 
What are your feelings? Because I get it. You would be very happy for the Albany fan base, I think, number one, more so over anything, that if the Empire go out and win this week and people go out and support the team and the players who are still in the roster, I truly, and I know this because you have such a relationship with them, you're rooting for that. But I feel like the Coach Manas thing, I feel like after yesterday's press conference, you're a little bit angry, frustrated. Let me play this cut. This is the second cut I have for you. This is... Uh, A.J. Pankowski is doing a phenomenal job for CBS 6, doing a great job. This cut is courtesy of CBS 6. This is first Antonio Brown at yesterday's press conference, followed by Coach Manoff. I would encourage our fans to handle this thing professionally. While others go low, go high. Don't let no one deteriorate your mood or get you out of position, even if you're in the right. We've lost some players. Players have gone on. Welcome to pro football, everybody. That's what happens. Players go on. You know these players because I brought those players to you. I will bring the next group to you as well. That's no disrespect to the players that are gone. I love them all dearly and wish them the best in whatever they do. I heard a little chuckle there in that <laughs> microphone. I didn't turn your mic off, but I played all right. that. All right, the first, the first thing that made me laugh, listen, whether you, whether you like me, whether you hate me, whether you like Tony, whether you hate Tony, to hear... Tony, lecture anyone on being professional has got to be the funniest freaking thing I've ever heard. Like, that'd be like me coming. Like, actually, if you've, if you've ever wanted a just a mass amount of unsolicited diet advice, tell a fat person that you're thinking about losing some weight. Like, it's the most obnoxious thing. Like, like I do it myself once in a while because I know what I'm doing wrong. But obviously, you're, like, like nobody's, nobody's calling me. And going, how'd you get that uh, that keg belly? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because it, it was in a keg, by the way. Um, like, but so when I if I if I start giving people diet advice, it's comical. It's comical. You know what I mean? It's just like whatever. If if I gave you, you know, entertainment advice, conversation advice, that, you, I would say you should listen to that. I'm pretty good at this part of it. At least I'd like to think so. For him to say be professional to the fans is. If I'm a fan, and as a fan, I'm insulted. Like, who, who's this guy? Like, and, and the way, if you notice, that was the most energy and inflection he had the entire press conference. Like, he, he just got all up. He was like, ah, I think we should be professional. It's like, dude, how dare you? <laughs> Come on. That was too far. Like, there's a million things he could have said. But that was the most condescending, just nonsense I have ever heard. It felt like the cut that's gone viral over the last two weeks of that boss who told the employees to leave Pity City when she gave herself a six and a half million dollar bonus. <laughs> it felt very similar to that. Well, it's just it's like you know, um, a, a a family member of mine uh, got got in trouble for for drinking at one point in his life, and. One point when I was like, you know, in high school, I got caught drinking and my parents just, just, well, my mother destroyed me. And like two days later, he goes, he tries to give me advice when I see him. out about. I was like, no, I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like your, your credentials don't go into this arena. Um, so the professionalism, like he could have said a million different things, like to the fans, like, hey, look, I literally am starting a new chapter today. Everything's, you know, I. Whatever you think of me, this, that, and the other thing, just know that there's going to be a football game here and that there's, our players are going to, are going to go out there and, and crush it for you. 
they need you as much as, as you want to watch them. Something like that. Anything like that. I would tell the fans to be professional. Well, first of all, the fan is short for fanatic. With Coach Manas, again, that, yeah. uh, okay, maybe you and I feel differently about this. That second part, there's a little bit of thanks. We'll see you later. You know, the legacy, and that's a big part of professional athletes and anything you do, there's a legacy part of, hey, let's not diminish a back-to-back championship seasons. And he was a part of it, so I don't think he's doing that. But that was almost like, look, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. No disrespect to anybody. I got to build this roster. And in sports and in any type of field you have, if you want to have that self-confidence that you can do it, especially with Need the – Great. Yeah. The variables and all that stuff, great. I think Coach Manas – and what he did in that press conference, no issues with it. I'm with you on the Antonio Brown thing. I had a story oh. that popped in my head about somebody, one of my buddies said about community college. A professor was yelling, hey, this isn't a joke. This is serious. While a paper plane flew through her head. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Hey, hey, hey. No. Throw that at me. Well, and, and the only thing, and again, you when you do the things that we've done, like I work media relations for multiple organizations now, you have to, you have to think about the way your message is delivered almost as much as the message you're delivering. So he needed to go out, show confidence, show stability, and remind everybody what's been done by this organization in the past. When he said, I brought them to you and I'll bring you more, I felt like that was disrespectful to Damon Ware. Because those Damon Ware is maybe the greatest recruiter I've ever met. Like, there's... I'll run into players in other markets or, or people that I'm just like, man, I would love if you had played for the Empire. And they all know Damon. And they and they all know Manas. But Damon is the guy that – Damon's the velvet glove. You know what I mean? David's, Damon's the one who calls, and you want to run through a brick wall for, for Damon. Manas is the one who will get you to do it, you know. but you want to run through a brick wall for Damon. If you go back and listen to um, – it was one of the podcasts we did – where we introduced all the rookies, like a handful of the rookies that were coming in. Almost all of them had something great to say about Damon. Now, I'm not trying to take away from Manas. I just, I don't think that, I don't think that has any real value here. I just thought, you know, you could have said, you know, I brought them here. Damon was a huge part of that, but Damon's moving on. Because again, you do have to say, hey, the players are gone. That's what happens. It's not a big deal. I, I got to keep, it's next man up. But to not acknowledge all the hard work that Damon Ware put in to bring those guys here and keep those guys here too, I thought it was a little a little too much. One other thing to add, too, is that because Mike Corda is the owner of the team, he has the responsibility of having a budget like other mm-hmm. professional leagues like Major League Baseball and the NBA. The NBA has luxury tax, Major League Baseball, no salary cap. So some could say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, Mike Corda, the owner of the team, is also playing a huge role in that. I a knew lot- he wasn't going to say Mike. Yeah, but, but unless you're Steve Cohen, most fans aren't going to give the owner of the franchise credit for that. You know, it's had, very if rare. If he had said Mike right then, because you— you have to understand right now that Mike, myself, Matt Woods are swear words around Antonio Brown. Um, so if he had if he had done that, he he walks into a fight day one back. So I understood why he didn't mention any of us. But Damon deserved at least, you know, at least that like even if he like turned and coughed, like you know, and I brought them to you. Damon, help! Don't tell don't tell Antonio. Uh, you know, just something quick. You know, anything like that. I would. And again, I get it. It's you have to portray the strength. You have to get the message out. You have to get the the energy out. But again, I just felt like I felt like Damon worked way too hard on these on these championship teams. And and <laughs> I know I'm not going to get mentioned. I'm 
I'm I'm blocked, <laughs> literally, <laughs> and I don't I don't care because again I I I know I know what Mike and Mike Corda and his family have sacrificed for this team, for for me personally, for Coach Manas, for Coach for Antonio Brown, and that it at a personal level it ticks me off that they don't show him any respect, but I also understand they're fighting with him and emotions are high and. I'll tell you this, that that's the last guy you want to get into an argument with because he's, he's, he doesn't get emotional. He doesn't do it. He just, it's all, it's all business. It's, it's not business. It's business. And, uh, and it's just, but again, it's, it, there's no way I was going to be thrilled with what was said. It just wasn't possible. It was great to see um, Cornelius Lewis, uh, Isaiah Hardy, and the guys that are there that didn't want to leave the rookies. It was great to see them there. But yeah, that, that press conference was, um, was intriguing, to say the least. Don't worry. We have one more weekday before kickoff on Saturday. <laughs> and then we have a Monday show to see what happened on Saturday. So the Empire, although you and I have sworn this will likely be the end of a show leading off with Empire Talk, we have a few more hours. We got a lot of real minutes, you know, as I like to say, as at Sir Burt on Twitter likes to say, a lot of real minutes left between now and kickoff. Well, and it's and it's always something. It's always something. And then I mean there's there's something happened with the league today. That I that I have to that we're gonna have to talk about at some point, maybe in the top four at four, but it's it's nonstop. And that, you know, honestly, part of me thinks maybe I just never did a really good job with this part of it. Like they seemed very happy they had more news than the New York Yankees the last couple of days. You know, was it no no press is bad press or or you know bad press is still press? I don't know however you want to put it. They're thrilled with it. Good for them. I wasn't exactly how I wanted to do things, but you know, I'm I'm over here talking about it. So. Congratulations, you win. Uh, this is LeVac and Gaz. It is uh, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. I, this could be the greatest moment in Gaz's life coming up. I, I mean, two Whoa. children, a marriage, a successful marriage, multiple awards in radio, and I sent him a, a bit of information last night that I think may be the greatest thing he's ever seen. We'll, we'll discuss coming up next. Aggressive. I like it. Happy Thursday, everybody. Almost, almost the weekend. Almost Cinco de Mayo. Huh? Hola. You got yeah. big plans for Cinco, huh? I've been texting about some plans for Cinco. I, I've got two ideas out there. The worst thing about about you guys is oh, no. <laughs> I can see right through. What? I see right through everything you say. What are you talking about? I see right through everything you say, and I can't help but call it because for some reason, Everybody thinks Gaz is way nicer than me, and and he is, but it's not like, it's not as big a gap as you think it is. So like as soon as we knew the show was coming back, he reaches out to one of our friends. I don't know, the guy was hiding away somewhere by a golf course. Just say Chad. Chad, who's a Jets fan, and, and Gaz's like, can't wait to watch the Jets with you. And I was like, Chad, this is Gaz's way of saying the show is coming back, and he'd like to do Jets games at the Hideaway. Stand- Okay, first of all... And that's exactly what you were trying to do. I find Chad's company well, okay? I enjoy spending time with Chad, but go on with your point. I'm not going <laughs> to... Chad, I owe you a Bloody Mary. Fine. And then... Maybe more than one. In a group with with Gaz, myself, and Boston Dan, and if you don't know who Boston Dan is, he is somebody that I'm. we're both very good friends with, but he, I've been in his wedding where... We're way we're way better friends than a Yankee and a Red Sox fan should ever be. Um, 
he happens to run an establishment that serves beverages and food under an orange roof. And out of nowhere, for the first time ever wanting to hang out with him, God suggests we go to Rivers on Friday to hang out instead of under the orange roof. And, you know, Boston Dan's like, oh, it's a great idea, but I got some stuff and whatever I got to do. I, I don't know if I'll be able to make it. And I'm like, let me translate that. That's Gaza's way of saying, can we drink closer to my house this time? That one you sniffed that. <laughs> <laughs> that one, my hands are up. Take me to jail. You got me on that one. The difference between the two of us is I would literally write, can we go to Rivers so I don't have to drive? Like, I, I can get a ride from the wife or the Uber's cheaper. Or we, You guys pay more for the Uber this time. Like, that's what it would be, would be mine. This is like the polite cape you're calling it. Like, Gaz is being polite, but underneath this, it's like, right. wait a second, he has real intentions. Back over here. But it's, no, that is true. I, I, and by the way, there's a third best text you and I have with another one of our friends, Matt, who want to celebrate. I also would like him to meet us out somewhere on Friday. Who? Matt, who involves, you know, maybe you know him from his collegiate baseball career at LeMoyne. Who? If you're listening, Matt, I'd like to still find out where we're going. Because I'd like to have all our worlds combined. And if you are listening right now on the iHeart app or 95.9 or 980, you can always leave us a message. At the Jeff Levesque, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z, both on Twitter, Facebook. Maybe we'll meet you out. That'd be fun, Levesque, on our first weekend out, post-show, five days. Well, maybe we'll go out and find somebody who's been listening to the show and join their party. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe. I can't. I thought this segment was supposed to be about how exciting something was in my life. Not well, about me you, and not being genuine with people, which I felt like I was trying to be, but maybe not. No, you were yeah. looking out for myself. Is that what it was? Without doing it, though. Like, if you just said it, I'd be like, oh, that's cool, whatever. But when you try to, like, hey, everybody, I had a great idea. <laughs> Let's do the thing I want to do. Um, like, you know. <laughs> the selfish shield, we'll call it. I don't Goss hate that. I've never heard selfish, that before. But I've he's got a shield before. up. This. Okay. I don't, I've never heard that before. I like um, one night that I know. The only way you're hanging out with guys is if it's by a television. A 30 for 30 of his hero. The luckiest guy in the world debuts June 6, 8 o'clock on the four-letter network. Bill Walton. A full 30 for 30 about Bill Walton, guys. If you don't know, guys, like, I don't know. Why is he your hero? You love Bill. You stop what you're doing when Bill Walton starts talking, which means you stop what you're doing for like 20 minutes at a clip. There is no broadcaster like him in any sport. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Nobody is like Bill Walton. He is ridiculous. Someone say that's a good thing. He is probably on the pot during most of his broadcasts. <laughs> even if you're not a huge basketball fan, even if you don't know Arizona, UCLA, Oregon State, if you don't know any of the Pac-12 college basketball players on the court, just listen to Bill Walton. Jason Benetti, who is the White Sox broadcaster, does stuff for Fox now, hopefully a future guest on our show, he almost made a career out of being, who's that little dorky guy with the glasses who's doing games with Walton? Yeah, Benetti and Dave Pash and everybody else. I know this sounds like too much, too much excitement for me. But I'm willing to say this could be one of the best 30 for 30s of all time. I do like the way he says Pash. Like, I can't do it. I used to be able to do a decent Walton. Dan Pash? Yeah. That, no, it's Dave, Bill. Yeah, but it's Pash. Like, he's got, it's like, he really, like the... All of it just hits. Like there, he doesn't miss a sing, single syllable. He puts syllables in there. It's 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 impressive. I feel like the OJ thirty for thirty and the Last Dance thirty for thirty. Those two should be in a different category because OJ's was six episodes long. 
And the last dance dominated COVID. Like, we'll never maybe even see a scripted, yeah, I guess we could say that, version of a sports show ever post the numbers the last dance did because of when it was released. It was actually released two months earlier. But those two should be in a different category. After that, this Walton one, because of how bizarre he is, his career, his injuries, his story, the politics, if they get into that, it really has the mix of so many different things that could make Bill Walton's 30 for 30 the best. I can't wait. I'm so fired up for this. I'm going to make a prediction. Now, remember, I was not, I wasn't excited about the last dance, but I did get roped into it. Um, my prediction is this is going to be identical to the George Carl one, except for just happier. Like, because Carl's the one, he vanished to go smoke pot and all that other stuff. Like, it's going to be the same story, just like his is the darker version. So it's like, you know, the, the Dark Knight Batman is Carl, where like the Adam West Batman is, is uh, your boy Walton. I think I got bothered by George Carl just because he's such a mellow hater. First thing, I was like, <laughs> boo, it probably sucked. I didn't watch it. What if Bill Walton like, just like totally just trashed mellow one time? I'd say lay off the drugs, Bill. <laughs> you have, I have, um, I call it my loyalty totem pole. So I have a, I have a, what? I have a, I will. Is this at your house? There's people no. going, the LeVac top 25. It's like a mental thing. Okay. But it helps me to explain to people who you just don't talk about. It's like my daughter's top of the loyalty totem pole. If you, if you say anything mean about my daughter, you probably will lo- pick your teeth up off the ground with broken fingers. Like, but like, you know. There's, I have the loyalty totem pole. Like people are higher and lower on it, and Gaz is trying to figure out where he is on it. Um, Selfishly again. Yeah, yes. um, you're you're pretty far up there. Oh. I can talk bad about Gaz. You can't. Um, but I feel like like Mellow is the top of your loyalty totem pole, and then it's like maybe it's your kids and your wife. Like uh, Jerry McNamara might be uh, sitting on Mellow's shoulders. Yeah, he's not catching a lot of strays. Although I saw somebody named. See, that's that proves my loyalty totem pole right there. I'm like, yeah, some guy Steve today dragged up some footage from McNamara back in 03. I'm like, now saying this out loud into a microphone, maybe he is high that I'm <laughs> arguing with some guy named Steve because he's showing 20-year-old clips of McNamara not getting out in the zone and criticizing him 20 years. Yeah, Mello's on there, Jerry's on there, McNabb's on there, and then like your kids and your family and your friends and all that. <laughs> I, well, I, haven't, I haven't come up with the you, list. But honestly, like if you think about that, it clears a lot of things up because there's like people who are mad at me because, you know, I'm more loyal to or, or something happens and I'm like, I got to go here because this person's going here. And it's like, why would you choose them over me? Well, because they're higher on the loyalty totem pole. Like they're it's who they that's, that's where they are. It's, We've got know? a great suggestion here on Twitter, by the way, at the Jeff Levac on Twitter, L-E-V-A-C-K at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G. It was easy. Facebook. The iHeart app, if you want to leave a message, Ryan just wrote, can we get Goss to take some edibles and watch the Bill Walton 30 for 30? Some psychedelics. See, I here's the thing. I think maybe the second time through, because I could see this being you reacting to this the same way you reacted to the video that was posted when uh, when Syracuse was selected for the the, the March tournament, the NCAA yes. tournament. Yes. The one that, uh, that head coach of the UAlbany football program, Greg Gattuso, still has nightmares about. Um, and references every time he sees you. <laughs> like, I think you're just going to have pure joy with the, about, about this entire thing. Like, maybe the second time through, we, we would give you that. Okay. That's, I don't think you have to mess with Gaz on this one. It's usually not my thing. Although, now that you're a part of 
the iHeart family here in Albany, there's many more of your, we'll say, sister station contributors that might delve into some of those Quinn? things. I wasn't going to say names, but yeah. well, they, maybe they, Quinn. I just want to point out that now that I'm not officially um, affiliated with a football team, they don't call me anymore. Um, so they're not my friends anymore. They're, they went we're way giving- down the, the loyalty tour. And I know Cantera is listening. I thought you were my guy. Cantera was giving me compliments this morning about how great the show was, how much he enjoyed I, it. I like the show, guys. But so. Quinn would be the one. If I could pick one person <laughs> besides you to watch the Bill Walton 30 for 30, and I'll send these guys this cut, I would pick Quinn. I think Quinn and Bill Walton and Joe Gallagher, there's another crossover. Those three in this Albany market would be the ones. I would like, and I know, what are the rules here? Because like I'm not even officially hired yet. I just want to be clear. I filled out my application today uh, to work here, which feels feels counterintuitive. Um, You've had some things going on in your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been a bit I, busy. I don't know if well, you know that. I don't think our market president thought I was really going to show up. I think he was like, <laughs> he's like, that guy is going to get in a fist fight with a former NFL athlete and end up in prison and won't be here. Um, so what are the rules? Like, obviously, you know, we can have the fun. Could we do, could we steal an idea from another media forum? Could we do a case race against Quinn and Cantera? Quinn doesn't drink though, right? So yeah, we couldn't be able to do it. he probably couldn't do it. Maybe he would have to do like a gummy every like three beers or something. I don't know. Maybe there's, there's got to be a way. Doug on GY doesn't drink. He doesn't drink? D. Scott on Kiss. I mean, Kevin and Trace. I, we have a older audience here. We have a, right. a much more older audience here, so I don't think it would work. I'm, or, oh, uh, I'm old. I shouldn't say older audience. I should say many of our on-air people are much older, well, more experienced, and seasoned. If, if you're new to the show, you don't know this, but if you're not, Gaz hates old people. It's like his number one, like the bottom of the loyalty totem pole is is old people. He, um, Sister Jean. She stinks. <laughs> Cubs fans. Enough of them. <laughs> oh my God. Random no. nursing homes across the country. No, 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 easy. <laughs> easy. Wait a second. Easy. Oh, man. Even his, like, his dad has to be like a super CrossFit athlete and not age physically before, <laughs> for guys to like him. It's a thing. It's, it's just it's over the top. It's really, really crazy. Um, coming up, I want to talk about the Yankees, some stuff going on. We've been asked to have faith, basically. So we'll see if, that, if, if we can do that. Is it, is it, do I want to talk about one of our friends? Yes. Oh. How about our friends at USX Pest? All the great stuff they're doing. I'm so excited to have these guys as partners on our show. So many people, whether it's our homes, our significant other, our daughter, whoever, take care of those people in your life. Thanks to USX Pest. And roll. (laughs) USXPest.com. The place you can go and uh, set up a free inspection. They could do a full attic abatement, basement crawl space clean out to ensure all insulation and affected areas are replaced and restored. When they got to my house, when they did it the first time, and this is when they were still originally known as cat's eye pest control. Now it's, now they're a part of that family. They're part of the, the Gagne family of brands, USX uh, pest control. They, they came in and my basement, I bought the house, but I never went downstairs. It was cobwebs everywhere. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I'll get the shop back down there. Like, no, these are all important things. Like, we have to get rid of this because that gets rid of that. And they took care of everything. And they can do that for you as well. First step, though, is set up that free inspection. Simple, easy. Go to usxpestcontrol, uh, usxpest.com, and then set that up, get them out there. And next thing you know, 
just safe. No, no, no mice, no nothing. It's been, it's great. I love it. I can't wait to, to get the, uh, the upgrade. Gaz getting the upgrade. It's made his wife very happy. First time in her marriage. That's happened. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Loyalty totem pole. <laughs> I'm sliding down it like a fireman's pole right now. Uh, USX Pest Control. Check out the website today. Get your free inspection. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. I don't know if I can even promise that they'll happen. To be perfectly honest with you, I, I may just jump out this window before a certain pregame show comes up later. <laughs> uh, the Yankees have the night off, which is good, which is good for them. Coming off the extra inning 4-3 W last night, which was great, except for the fact that I needed a I needed a, an Anthony Volpe hit, and I didn't get that. A uh, so little parlay action? I didn't get it. So mm-hmm. the sheet of accountability, I got I to gotta throw a no on my parlay. Um, we'll do our best bets at the end of every show. Sometimes they're not wagers. Sometimes it's just something, a prediction or something we think is going to happen. Uh, I'm pretty sure tomorrow's best bet for me is that I will find, uh, I'll find some ice cold refreshment. Um, over. <laughs> I was, just, I mean, even if who beats me in a case race, I don't know if it's possible. Like there's certain things. I just think that's why our friends have never done it. They just know they can't compete with me. And you can go a little bit. You you did a hit uh with local college. We say you Albany. You did a hit on their local uh college station. It's fine. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's public. Yeah. Uh I th- I think you're gonna maybe find some college kids that are gonna start hitting you up. Be like, you wanna come out of retirement? Uh, not retired? Senior. Not you retired? Go. Not retired. I'm not retired. I didn't hear no bell. Bring it. I'm not scared. <laughs> Four, uh, four three victory for the Yanks over the Guardians. So, so get some wins, get a night off. They play again tomorrow night, but um, the Yankees play tomorrow night, not 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 against the uh, the Guardians. But need the W, need to keep things moving, start to get things rolling a little bit. Especially the fact you're headed down to Tampa, starting this weekend for a weekend series. Um, it's it's always interesting to me the way people are about Brian Cashman, like. You know that I've always been a supporter, you know, in, in Cashman I trust. But at the same time, there is I've heard people use the word complacency and, and use it about organizations that weren't being complacent at all, like maybe yesterday around four or thirty. Um but like there's always that moment where you look at what the Yankees did this offseason and go, You love your guys a little too much, Cash. Like a little too much like I liked you brought back Rizzo. He had a good game last night. I, I you you finally paid Judge good. These these are, these are good things. You bring in Rodon. I, he gets hurt. You can't predict that. But at the same time, he's had he's had a history of injuries. Um, I just didn't think he did enough, especially that pitching staff. You know, Clay Holmes is not a closer. He's proved that multiple nights. I just didn't think he did enough. And for people to call him out right now. I, I can't really defend him too much. He did come out and say, like, you know, you hope there's no injuries. You know, we're not out of this. You know, basically keep the faith. There's no big trade on the horizon. But whatever, it's it stinks when you win a couple games and you still got to go out there and apologize and tell people not to go away because you've been so stagnant. The toughest part about the AL East, though, which is happening here in May, is that you start looking at this division, you wonder what team is going to fall off. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about like the NL Central, how St. Louis historically has always made that late surge at the end of the season. But traditionally, they're the team that's atop the division, no matter what the talent is, no matter what the name is, even post pool holes that happened. They were still really good. Even 
maybe too much credit for Washington, the Nationals, but post-Harper, they were able to find success, and they've always been a really good drafting prospect team, even though I would say they ruined baseball times with pitch counts and saving pitchers in Strasburg. They won a World Series. I'll give them the credit for what they did. I, I mentioned that about the AL East because who's going to fall off? Right. Like Tampa's been good for a lot of years. Toronto is supposed to be better, but Toronto was so aggressive both with young prospects and with making some moves in the offseason over the course of the last three to four years. Baltimore has stunk for so long, but even as a O's fan that I am, it's, again, them, Pittsburgh, and Arizona are the three teams that have benefited the most from rule changes and bigger bases. They know they can't out-hit and out-power a lot of lineups, but they're just going to be crazy on the base pass, hope they get good enough pitching, and get some young bats that maybe other pitchers aren't used to. And then Boston. So like Boston and New York are kind of close, but even Red Sox fan might have to concede and say, roster to roster, nine versus nine, when healthy, New York is better. Now, the when healthy thing, Red Sox fan can argue, are the Boston Red Sox starting lineups better than New York's recently? Boy, I, I make that noise again because I've looked at some of the Yankee lineups and they haven't always been the most impressive, right. according to what Twitter's told me. <laughs> Because they've been complaining a lot. Well, I I can't believe I have to do this. First of all, I think you're underselling the Orioles. I yeah, think, right. I, I think they're a talented young team. You know, they, they're going to need things to break right for them, but it's 162-game season. Everybody needs things to break right for them. I think they're a talented team. Will they, will they finish second in the AL East? I don't think so. But will they be in competition for a wild card? I could definitely see that being the case. They're just – they're they're – a young team that plays good baseball with a couple couple vets mixed in. That nobody nobody sees them coming because they think of what you just said. I mean, here you are, the, the one of the few Orioles fans I actually know is going. You know, we're here. We show up. The bases are bigger, which is nice. You know, like you you don't even want to admit your team is good. So I, I can see them sneaking up on a lot a lot of teams, which which helps them a lot. Um, Tampa is going to come back down to earth a little bit, but they they're not. Basically, what I just said about the Orioles, but way farther along. They've got a system. They've got really good players. Everybody knows their role. Nobody's nobody's bigger than the team kind of deal. And it's just they just go out and beat you. That's what they do. It's like it's like fighting a a, a boxer who's just great at defense and body blows. He's not going to knock you out in the first round, but by the eighth, you're having trouble inhaling because your ribs are bruised. Like that's who they are. Yeah. So who's going to fall off? Toronto makes me nervous just because they're so boomer bust. The, Toronto's the Yankees with a lot more bust than boom. It feels like, but the the Sox, again, no, they don't know they're not that good. If Chris Sale goes out and pitches like Chris Sale, and all these other things happen, they're going to be in it till the end. That's who they are. That's what they do. If it wasn't the New York Yankees, if that wasn't the franchise we were talking about, I would use this expression. The window is closed. The door is no longer open. We know what we're talking about, that a lot of professional sports teams in any professional league has a good three to nine years. Maybe nine's a little too high, but three to nine years of if we're going to go all in and become a contender and go for a championship, this is our window to do it. And if we've got this core, this nucleus of players, let's make a bid. Let's see if we can make it happen. Go all in. And maybe after that three to nine year stretch, we're going to suck for a while, but we'll be back again, hopefully quicker rather than later. Now I say the Yankees don't have that because the Yankees are always in contention. 
It doesn't feel like, hey, we're going to do a rebuilding season in New York. That just doesn't happen for the Yankees because they're so aggressive. They're always in the mix. But if it wasn't the Yankees, I think it'd be fair to have the conversation of, is the window closing because the Yankees have gotten so close? Yankee fan could argue you got cheated involved in the Houston series years past. You were there in the mix again last season. Can blame Houston again and the lack of offense. Most franchises would say, you know what? We just couldn't get it done. That is not the Yankee way. They are still going to be in the mix because of how tradition-rich, how talented, how aggressive, all of those things the Yankees have been. So, yes, the AL East is a lot better. It's a lot better than what it was six years ago. It's better than what it was last year. But not counting the Yankees out because they've just shown us time in and time out. Rebuilding doesn't happen with this franchise. It's always reloading. Well, and listen, I, I, I don't like doing the injury thing. But it does have that feeling of a couple of years back where you asked me to prove one of my statements. I said that the the injured Yankees team would beat a lot of other rosters. You're looking at a team right now who's got Carlos Rodon, Luis Severino, both on the IL, both 15 days each. So those, what's that, two, three on a lot of lineups, a lot of rosters, a lot of starting rotations? You got um, <laughs> your outfield right now, Judge and Stanton both on 10-day IL, Harrison Bader day-to-day. You've got <laughs> Josh Donaldson's on a 10-day. You've got Oswald Peraza on day-to-day. Uh, it's just one after another. These guys that are out, they're not just guys you need. They're guys that you need to spell other guys. When, when <laughs> Jeff Sterling has to come up, with a Willie Calhoun home run call and then and change it a night later. <laughs> like that should tell you that we're like you show me one person who had a card written out for how many different times Starling was gonna have to do a Willie Calhoun home run call. Probably not that many. Right. I'm so pre- they, they, the injuries are real. If they can get healthy, which is I hate saying because they never seem to do that, they, they they'll get right back in it. I feel like I've been saying this a lot this week, and maybe just because we're in a new format for the show, a new station. Everything else is changing a little bit. Week one of doing this in a new studio, a new head. Everything's different. But I'm watching social media involving the show. We appreciate you chiming in, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all this stuff. There have been many times in this first hour of the show where we could have had a LeVac meltdown. Because we've got Antonio Brown in the news. We've got Coach Manas in the news. We've got a lot of things that could have easily set you off. We just did a full Yankee segment about an extra inning victory for the Yankees. And I'm watching on Twitter. We'll do Mike E. first. Mike E. wrote in. He says, man, I really wished for a LeVac Yankee meltdown right now. <laughs> and then it's too Mike, early. It's then, too early. Then Mike C., a different Mike, said, hey, can anyone ask LeVac quickly about his thoughts on eSports this spring? <laughs> see? No, no, no. He's a changed. He's not taking the bait today. Uh, he, see, you're, you're poking at him. You're poking. What did, uh, we're, 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 you want to know what eSports this spring? Hey, ask Jeff when is esports professionals on his totem pole? Oh, where are they? I read that wrong. I'm sorry. Where's esport professionals on his totem pole? Uh, th- well, I mean, where they would be in any location, the basement of their mother's house, drinking Mountain Dew Code Red, choking down a bunch of uh, you know Dorito Loco tacos or whatever the heck you guys eat, avoiding the sun at all costs. That's where I, that's where you are. 
Mind you, I'm going to go home and play God of War Ragnarok because I got the plus edition now. If you go to the plus edition, you got to play again. I got to go beat it all. You've met our sales team. Yes. You know that if Mike C reaches out, he's also the one who tagged us on Facebook and said, happy to have our esports enthusiasts back. You know if he reaches out, there's a chance by the end of 2023, someone on our sales team is going to try to push you towards an esport event. How about this? If Mike can beat me in a six-pack race, I'll do a, I'll do an esports segment. Okay. If he can do if he can do a, a like like a bonehead jock thing, then I'll do better than me. I'll do a nerd thing for him. Now you didn't specify alcohol or soda, which I think no, going to the no, esports no, thing yeah, is no, pretty funny. We're going no, right in. We're going. Oh, oh we can do forties. I'm fine. I'm yeah. not scared. We can do Edward forty hands. I'm not scared. <laughs> Listen, I may be fat and old on the outside, but I am still a child mentally. So I will. I am not afraid. Let's go. Let's get after it. I want. I want to go. I've just been wanting to do a case race. I just think it's one of the cool things they do. I think it's I just and none of you guys have ever like I figure Gaz is still every once in a while Gaz has this like moment of of frat boy pop up. <laughs> the frat and the fat boy. We could have gone on his team. We would we would have handled business. But, but it can still happen. That is your goal. Uh, at the are you not allowed? Is that it? I just are you, I don't are you have afraid time. the life won't let you? I don't want to have time what do you to mean do you it. Don't have time. When would I what do I, I do a case four race? Jobs. When can we squeeze that in? I feel like that's an all-day thing. When can we drink a case of beer? You act like you're going to be the one doing most of the drinking. I have children to take care of. The radio station to run. You couldn't. You at most you're doing twelve. You can't drink a twelve pack. In the course of a day, yes, I could. Yes, course of a day. Yeah, I'll tell you. You know what? I'm talking to the wrong Tom Goss. Oh no, I'm talking to the wrong Tom. You know who I need? Who? I need TG two. I need the I need the OG. TG two and I would destroy a case race. Your father and I would have that thing gone. You you pick any Tom Gazlewski the third. You go get any of your friends from college or whatever, and you ain't gonna stand a chance against me, CrossFit Kringle. I mean, your dad would take you guys down. Team old guy would take you to school under the table. Oh, is that what the expression you is? Even, do you we'll, need that? We'll do a case of Zima. We don't play. I don't think your dad would drink Zima with me. All right, so the challenge is out there. Mike C, I know you just connected with us on social media. We appreciate you. You and Mike C yeah. versus me and your dad in a case race. Winner take all. All for, for an eSports conversation. <laughs> okay. I don't really right. care after that. I just want to win. All right, well, if you want to if, if I have your dad sitting next to me, I win. That's it. If you're not on social media, you can always chime into the show by calling our phone lines, which is 518-690-0980, 518-690-0980. That is our Elevation 10,000 phone lines. Woo-woo. And it's always always about elevating your brand. Levac, we love Elevation 10,000. They would film it. They would film the case They definitely race. would. They, would. they would beg us to do it somewhere near their office. And then probably Dave McClett would drive us home because at Elevation 10,000, they do it all. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. They have multiple awards for filmmaking, whether it be for commercials or or promo videos or any of of those things. Web design, web marketing, whatever you need to elevate your brand, they've got you. They're so good at office apparel. They'll set up a web portal so that everybody goes in and orders the stuff in their sizes. You either, you know, set up a budget for each person or whatever. They can do all of that. 
Or, hey, how about you just sell the Vac and Gaz merchandise? You can't. We can. We They'd set that up for us as well at Elevation 10,000. Soup to nuts, top to bottom, whatever you need. If they don't have it readily available, they'll figure out how to do it. Because if you're really looking to elevate your brand, you need Elevation 10,000. Or at least whatever Gaz considers them to be right here on Fox Sports Radio. Gaz, what's number four? I'm making a late audible here because I had one story. But we did a lot of baseball talk there, so unfortunately, uh-huh. if you were looking for more baseball talk, we'll have you covered at the next of the next hour. Maybe. Because an extended Levac and Gaz is taking you nah, to I'm not doing it. Five ten. You know what? I'm doing both stories here. I'm making five and four. Oh, Red Sox, Blue Jays, five ten coverage starts tonight. Six ten first pitch here on your home for Boston Red Sox baseball. Fox Sports ninety five nine nine eighty. Levac will be hosting a Red Sox no, pregame show. Also, I just talked to my agent. I don't even work here. You can't make me do it. The Tigers, grr, take down the Mets 2-0. Justin Verlander does not get the win there. Baseball Thursdays. Is this a day? This is is an odd question. I'm going to do it anyways. Is it weird with a faster-paced baseball Thursday games? What do we do with this? I don't know if it's probably the day that hurts the most in baseball because these games are basically over before most people are out from work. Uh, You know, here's the the deal with it i i love it when i'm home i love it when i'm actually like able to sit down and watch it but i was talking to a a good friend of mine who she she bought these like great tickets for her and her husband for their anniversary spent a ton of money like way more than she would normally spend and then she's sitting there looking at the average length of a baseball game this year and she's like i wouldn't have spent that much for two and a half hours (laughs) you know three four hours makes sense two two and a half I feel like I ripped myself off here. So I think that when baseball games become shorter than the bus trip that you go see them, that could become an issue for me. That really, really, like, I know that that's what they wanted, and I know that long-term it'll be it'll be awesome, but short baseball, not necessarily a great thing. I got I to gotta have the, the radio out back, the cigar, the bourbon. That's how I, that's how I get down with the Yankee games. I'm, I'm barely going to get through a glass or, or six. It's not a criticism because I think you and I both agree. We both liked most of, if not all, of the changes in baseball. The The pitch clock has become the red zone of the NFL. If you chopped up a game, and I know some of the MLB TV stuff does this, you're getting everything you want in a baseball game without any of the downtime. So I think the rules, expansion, average, is not, it's been great for the sport. Just Thursdays is tough. Not the weekends, not the night games, Thursdays where you got to check your phone and watch it or any of that stuff. That's been the day that's been hurt the most by that. I said I kind of cheated here because I also want to give some love to Coach Liam Gleason and the Seattle Lacrosse team who's getting ready for face-off 7 o'clock Manhattan. They're taking on the top seed in the MAC tournament. Sienna, if you missed the interview, Coach Gleason right there on demand. Spotify and Apple soon to be on Fox Sports 980.com and iHeart app, all that stuff. If you missed it, go back and check it. But we're rooting on Coach Gleason. I'm going to shoot him a text here after the next. Good luck to him and the Saints. I would love to see that. I know they use the dog, right, as the the mascot for the Saints. The underdog in the tournament right now. I would love Sienna to make the NCAA playoffs. It would be really cool stuff. Uh, Obviously, we we want to see that. I mean, especially because some idiot thought tonight's game was Saturday, but that's actually the MAC championship game, tonight's semifinals. Um, Liam Gleason, just, just one of the one of the great guys in the capital region, one of the great guys in sports. Um, I was talking to uh, Jake, our sales rep, who played for him, and he just 
he did he did the impersonation for me, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's so good, man. But I, he still has to do it on the show, or he's not allowed to sell the show. So, <laughs> wait a second. Yesterday, it was if they won the Mac, he'd have to do the impression. Now it's if he wants to sell the show, he has to do the impression. He's sliding down the totem pole. That's quick, huh? It's that easy, especially because it's good. If it sucked, I would have been like, oh, you're off the hook. Go ahead. Do what you want to do. Now, it's a good impersonation. It, it makes me laugh. I want, I want, ultimately, I want the Saints to win tonight. I want Liam Leeson to come back on, and I want him to be interviewed by himself. <laughs> That's my goal. That's my dream. The world needs more Saints especially if both of them are Liam and they're interviewing each other. Number three. The commissioner of the National Arena League, Chris Siegfried, is making national headlines. That was Levac making a fart noise into his microphone because it seems, Levac, you're a bit annoyed. You know, you haven't had a meltdown. There's been a lot of possibilities for a meltdown. What did you I'm make a of the... Com- guy, I'm, a you're changed I'm a different man. guy, man. What ha- what's up with... Commissioner Siegfried and some of the comments today involving the league. First of all, you put out a notice like an hour or two before you were going to make an announcement. And you made it like everybody starts freaking out, right? Because we're like, is something wrong with the team? Did something happen? Is there, you know, I, people are hitting me up like, is it a merger? I'm like, you're not going to merge during a season. So no, and, and you know, Commissioner Siegfried and I have a very a very good relationship, but at the same time, now that I'm not in the league, he doesn't really feel the need to talk to me. Um, makes me feel a little used. But he literally just put out a statement that said, Hey, we like our owners, but made the made the point to single out one organization and one owner. Goes couple paragraphs of like, hey, you know, the owners are great. We love you guys. We appreciate you. All the hard work, blah, blah, blah. The NAO would like to thank our team owners, the dedication to the league. He continues. I would also like to thank new Albany Empire majority owner Antonio Brown and MVP Arena general manager Bob Belber for their efforts during the Empire's ownership transition. Antonio brings a new level of passion to the Empire and to the NAL I look forward to working with AB as we continue to strengthen the National Arena League. I'm just going to say some names for you. Say some names. How about about John Kane, who's part owner of uh, the Carolina Cobras? I know know Paulie Walnuts, Morquat, whatever the hell his name is. He's not a big fan of mine, but he's a new owner down in Carolina. Um, You know, uh, there's, there's been... Great owners throughout the league for long. None of them have ever received a, hey, I got an announcement coming, and then an announcement where they were thanked for being an owner. This screams, screams, please be nice to me, Tony. Please be my friend. And if you have friends who have money, would you have them launch teams in this league? Because I get a bonus for every team that joins. Mike Corda is the reason the Nets are back, baby. You wanted him, Siegfried. Corda made him happen, okay? Mike Corda is the reason the Empire is back. Ranch, Dico, Nate Starling, they wanted to do it. They needed to get with Mike Corda. Mike Corda has never received a press announcement from Chris Siegfried. And Siegfried, you know my number. Call up. We'll put you on the show. If you got the stones. Commissioner Siegfried wants in one of these Instagram videos, huh? 
He just wants to be in the my story, uh, getting the name out there. It's the best way to do it, I guess. Somewhere showing a house. Yes, he's also a realtor. Siegfried's doing the finger thing. Like put that bleep on. He's just he's no, completely he's, not a theme song, he's is completely he? drank oh, no. the Kool Aid. Like I've always liked him a lot, but this 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 screams appease the crazy person so that he's nice to me and maybe spreads the word with anyone he knows who has money. By the way, no one likes Tony. No one's coming to to, to play with Tony. Your best luck would be somebody who wanted to spend money just to beat him. Number two. I don't have any disagreements there. I don't have much to add because I think you covered that very well. I was It was weird because normally when I say something Gaz doesn't like, he'll back away from the microphone like he thinks you can see him like remove himself. He didn't do that and he didn't comment. So I was like, all right, what's going on? He, no, he just thought I did okay. All right, good. <laughs> I was dancing around to the <laughs> AB song for a while. Uh, yeah. I'm going to move on to number it's two. Like, here. It's like if you didn't know how to do a hokey pokey. That's the AB <laughs> dance. This should be a bigger story they may continue to build as more details come out. We have a true big-time college sports betting scandal. Today, Alabama has announced the firing of their baseball coach, Brad Bohannon, five days after suspicious wagering was detected on the Crimson Tides game against the LSU Tigers. If you haven't been following this story with more details coming out, there was a bet placed at Cincinnati, Ohio, I believe it's still Comerica Park. Someone at Comerica Park placed a significant wager on the game for Alabama to win. So much so that the Ohio Gaming Authority was alerted by why is this big of a bet coming from out of state on an Alabama LSU baseball game? Now, for those wondering, Alabama did not win the game. Uh So this bet, if I've read this correctly, that bet did not cash. In fact, they were up 8-1, to one, a late rally, but still not enough to win the game. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey said Wednesday that the conference is also investigating the situation. We're aware of reports related to the suspension of wagering Alabama baseball games across two states. For those that don't know that, multiple states can actually decide what you can and can't wager on. That's yeah. state by state. Pennsylvania has now joined, uh, along with three other states, banning Alabama baseball bets. That's Ohio, Indiana, and New Jersey because of this. So... From the details we have right now, a coach got fired that fast? Yeah. That smells like something's up involving the Crimson Tide program. And this, even if you're not a fan of wagering on sports, actually is good because there's <laughs> people looking to say, oh, it's rigged. I've noticed that people only when they're losing bets scream out the game's rigged. Yeah. This actually regulates sports wagering and not making it the Wild West that so many people claimed it was going to be. The the thing about it is they know where you are. They know what you bet. Why in the world would you think they don't know who you are when you bet? You know what I mean? Like, why would you think that they can't figure that part out? Like, I um, I like wagering. I, I think some of the New York rules are silly, but fine. It's all right. We get to wager. Like, you can't wager on, like, opinion bets and stuff like that. Like, you can't, like... Like awards that are based on opinions, you can't really you can't wager on things of that nature. You can't you can't bet on schools that are inside the state. But that's hey, look, I'll live with that. That's no big deal. I was down uh, in Georgia. It's not legal to bet online in Georgia yet, but it is legal to bet in Alabama. But they have a stipulation where they are a a, a boutique state. 
So you have to go to their spot to bet on it, stuff like that. So like all these little rules, all these little things, you can't get away with betting when you're not supposed to bet anymore. If you're betting where you're not supposed to be, if you're betting where you're not supposed to be, they're going to figure it out. You got two choices. Don't do it. Or go see Benny the Fish. If you're going to break the rules, break the law. What the hell? I mean, I'm sorry. And just, Lee Harold with that. Goss, Fox Sports Radio, Do not condone breaking the law. Except for when it's just smarter than being stupid. And if your name is Bohannon, you should be a coach in Alabama. It just makes sense. And I believe I said Comerica Park. I want to make it more confusing. Detroit, that's some of the Tigers. We're talking about yeah. the LSU Tigers baseball team. Cincinnati's ballpark is called the Great American Ballpark. Nothing right. screams America quite like wagering on teenagers' baseball games randomly with a tip that probably was over $100,000 wagered. I told you that I had a friend. This is years and years ago. This is before any wagering was was legal in New York. Like Rivers wasn't doing sports bets yet, stuff like that, who found a guy who would give you lines on high school football games. No. Oh, yeah. Hey, you want to get, get in on this one? No. No, it's it's hard enough it's hard enough to bet on grown men who are paid to win. It's more difficult to bet on college students who may or may not care about what goes on in the world besides football. High school kids? What if little Timmy had an acne breakout and, and didn't want to be here? You know, no. No, I don't want to bet on high school football. But it's there. You can bet. If you want to bet, somebody's going to take that wager. It's going to happen. Just It's an IQ test for me at this point for some of these people. Reckless. Big J journalism out the window. I don't think it's hard to sniff out that the coach is involved somehow on this, right? He got fired that fast. Alabama sniffed this out and said, you got to go. Bye. See ya. But I am fascinated by the details of how this is going to come together. They should be forced to find somebody with as an Alabama last name. Because Bohannon is just like, hey, who's your coach? Coach Bohannon. Like, it just makes sense. It just works. You can see the dip in his mouth, right? This big thing of chew. Right. I love, uh, you know. Uh, Coach Bam Bam over here, but it's not the same. He, uh, behind it. That's you got to go south when that happens. Look at this, we actually went through the bed here. I only got to keep playing it. Hang on. Talk to the me. number the number one story here: the Lakers taking on the Warriors tonight. Nine o'clock tip off on the East Coast. Lakers are up one nothing in this series. But Levac, for me, I still don't give the Lakers a chance to win this series. Do you feel Ugh. like LA can actually beat Golden State and get to the Western Conference Finals? You had uh, you got any interest in in me? Uh, you know, pulling the same thing I've been pulling on you for years. Yes, is LeBron James in this thing? He is. Then the Lakers can win it. Yeah. I like the Lakers. I like. I just, you know, actually, I think this is an over game tonight. I'll, I might I might have to do something with this in my best bets tonight. Um, towards the end of the show, whenever the hell that is, whenever you let me leave. But yeah, no. If 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 AD is willing to do what you know, go out there and 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 play efficiently and aggressively he's got to be aggressive be aggressive and lebron is lebron they can beat anyone they just don't seem to do that often enough i know you're not a big breaking bad fan but i feel like it's that jesse pinkman quote from breaking bad when he talked about walter white the lakers sucked this regular season and then they turned it on in the postseason it's not good for the sport jesse pinkman yells that he can't keep getting away with it the Lakers taking the regular season off and winning the postseason. They can't keep getting away with it. That's what happened. I don't give the Lakers a chance to win the series. I, even though they're up 1-0, I think Golden State smacks L.A. tonight. 
right. All right. Well, we'll get back into this during Best Bets, it feels like. All right. Uh, you want to tell us about your friends and my friends, everybody's friends at the Integrative Sleep Center? Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. My good friend, Dr. Fred Dreer at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They, uh, they This is amazing. Like It's funny to me all the things I've done in my life, but most people will come up to me and go, oh, you're that sleep guy. Yeah, you got the you got the mouthpiece there from the Integrative Sleep Center. It, it, yeah, that's that's me. Um, here's here's how it went down. I I was I was complaining about snoring. I was complaining about not sleeping. Uh, luckily for me, Lorianne, Doctor, or somebody over there heard me talking about it. Literally called in to get me to drag me there. They wanted me in there. They wanted to get this set up. Got a custom made mouthpiece. No hoses. No wires. No surgery. No nonsense. You go in. They do the mold. And then they have it made for you, and then you get used to it. It, t- it took me about two weeks probably to get used to it. Well, now I'm used to it. I sleep great. It keeps my jaw forward just a little bit, which keeps my airway open. I have a very large, soft palate, ladies. I'm just letting you know that right now, which makes me snore like a chainsaw if I don't have my mouthpiece. So that's fixed, though. Simple, easy, mouthpiece. Lorianne, the crew, will work with your insurance company and help get you every every possible penny they can for that. And next thing you know, you could be sleeping great. It's the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. Give them a call, 518-885-6185. they help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. Your ticket to the sleep you need. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day Sale. Save up to $700 and get a free adjustable base on select mattresses. Plus, you can rest easy knowing you have the 120-night sleep trial to make sure your new bed is perfect. I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation, in a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem, Eliquis, the Pixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor, as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and, in rare cases, fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or have antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding or unusual bruising, or if you have tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. It may increase your bleeding risk if you take medicines such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855-ELIQUIS. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Happy Thursday, everybody. Hope you are uh, having a fantastic, uh, fantastic day. And um, I feel I feel like I am. It's Is it weird like that I'm not losing my temper as much? I feel like it's – I always knew that people liked it better when I lose my temper. But is, <laughs> is it weird that I'm not? No, I think you're chill. You had an energy drink before. You gave me an energy drink, which I rarely ever have. I think it's good. I think you're chilled. You're not going to do – <laughs> expect me to do. I've heard you say that to me multiple times. I'm happy. No, no meltdowns is good, Levac. It's a Thursday. Life is good. The world is good. Well, you know, I, let's do this. Let's go to somebody who would know whether or not it makes sense. Andre and Troy is on the Elevation 10,000 phone line. Um, Andre, is it okay that I'm not losing my temper? I, I'm sure it's going to build, but should I be blowing up more often? No, this more laid back Levac. I don't know what to do with it. I have, Actually, I'm kind of confused. <laughs> <laughs> 
How you been, man? It's going been on, too fellas. long. How, how you been? Oh, you know, no, no, no news in my world. Just, you know, status quo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen, uh, I've seen more pictures of you over the past week than I've ever seen of you in my life. So. <laughs> you got to be careful who you stand next to. I'm learning that. I'm learning that. Uh, yeah. Andre, I'm worried about yeah, our. Which, bu- I'm worried about our Bucks. By the way, I'm worried. I know Antonio Brown at one point played for the Bucks. I'm worried about our Buccaneers this year. Yeah, well, what's actually funny, fellas, is the the Jets game where he lost his ever-loving mind. Mm-hmm. I was sitting at that game, wow. um, basically diagonal from him uh, with my family. And I can't repeat what I said because, you know, obviously <laughs> you'd have to bleep it out. But when he took his stuff off and ran off the field, you know, basically it has something to do with blank clown. Yeah. And, uh, I've said that I, too. I, you know, it's, he, uh, it, it doesn't look like he's changed uh, much, so... Um, when he, when I found out he was going to be at least affiliated with the Empire, you know, I said, oh, geez, here we go. <laughs> and uh, here we are, what, a month later? Has it even been a month? No. Uh, yes, now, I think just now it's a month since it started, yeah. Gee, yeah. well, you know, well, I mean. We brought him in to get more things. attention. I mean, I got to be honest, maybe I'm not there anymore, but it worked. <laughs> No, no, Levesque, do not do that. Don't, see, see, now. I'm trying to be executive of the year two years in a row. No, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to get Andre to go nuts on the phone because you haven't melted down. He's always been so cool. That's right. We're trying to do a role reversal. He's trying to see if I'm going to use this dump button or not, which I do know how to use, but Andre's going to, he will not use that. That's why I I ignored your question, your uh, comment about the Bucks because I don't know. You know what? The only chance we have, so every year there's an NFL team that goes into the season and you're like, they're going to get four wins at the most. Like maybe like the Giants last year, right? Yeah. Then all of a sudden the Giants come out and they guns a blazing seven and one. That's the only hope we have that something happens to where all of a sudden everybody thought the Bucks were going to be horrible and then we start out great. I hope so. I just I feel like that roster went all in for the last three years, which they should have with Tom Brady and Gronk and, Ever- and Antonio Brown when he was – Different, we'll say. Different. You know, the Bucks got the Super Bowl. They'd be competitive. I put them and the Packers in the same category for 2023, where the Packers had their window with Rodgers. They're moving on. The Bucks had their window with Brady. They're moving on. I hope they have more wins than Green Bay. It would be great if the NFC South stinks and they can get it with a bad record. You know what? You made me more optimistic with this call. I I hope so. Hope is all you can ask yeah. as a fan. Absolutely. Well, it's great to hear you guys on the radio, so I'll be listening and uh you know, more to come. All right, Andre. The, my favorite thing about Andre and Troy is he also keeps me honest. Like, if you, if I say something, he'll actually call and constructively ask me to explain it rather than just tell me I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> And it might build to that, but it's usually warranted by the time he gets there. So, Andre, we appreciate you being back. We'll brother. talk in soon, Andre. See you, man. All right. Take care, fellas. Um, he, I, wanted, I didn't want to do this to Andre. I'll just do it right to you. Okay. Uh, can you really compare Green Bay and Tampa Bay? Oh, you don't think so? Why is that? What do you mean? So let's, you know, let's go with quarterback, right? So Tampa, you know, the legend. So Ame, he moves on. Um, Green Bay, the legend. Rodgers, he moves on. Green Bay has their successor in place. We don't know if he's right or not, but love is in place. Is Baker Mayfield your successor? Like, I feel like you guys just went, all right, who's, you're like, whether or not, Jordan Love is going to make a good wife. At least they met him at like a library or at like 6 p.m. at the bar. Y'all walked in at like 2 a.m. and were like, 
that one's got a pulse. Let's go. Like it's I think I don't know if it's, I don't think it's the same. I think I've given up. I have on Jordan Love. And that's why I don't know if Green Bay believes Jordan Love can be the guy. The hype around Jordan Love is that, oh, well, we did this with Rodgers. Of course, it's going to work out with Jordan Love. Well, he hasn't had a chance yet either. It, exactly right. And I think that's the fear here with Love is that if he's not good and they, they just gave him a contract extension, that contract to me feels more like, you know, if he sucks, we just can kind of have an affordable contract to deal him and get a really high draft pick the next year. I look at Green Bay and that NFC North got so much better so quick that I don't know where they're going to compete. Here's the problem with the Green Bay Packer franchise. What's happened with them is they've been hidden by some bad moves. When Brett Favre was good, Hall of Famer, when he's not throwing dumb interceptions and all the weird stuff he's done off the field. The gunslinger. He's the true gunslinger, right? Green Bay was relevant, and they sucked for a while between Favre being really good and the dominant days of those early Super Bowls. They were bad. Rodgers comes in better than Favre. He's in the conversation for a top five to seven quarterback ever. People call him the artist quarterback, where if you didn't know anything, a beautiful style of football he plays. But he's gone. And they truly never did give him the weapons he needed. They gave him the weapons he wanted, right? The classic want versus need. Mm -hmm. They gave him people he wanted. But what could have happened if they actually ever did give him a first-round wide receiver running back? You and I, huge Aaron Jones fans. People didn't know who Aaron Jones was. You know, that offense with LaFleur, you can go back to McCarthy. They made it work. Tampa the same way. LaFleur, hell of a dodgeball player, though. Oh, and makes me bleed my own blood. Uh, yeah. Sequel but, coming, by the way. That's right. So yeah. that's why I put Tampa and Green Bay in the same category of the offense was there. They both went all in. They thought they maybe should have had more success, more so Green Bay in that spot. And there's another reason I bring this up, too, is because maybe it's too easy of a comparison. But if you're a Jet fan, aren't you kind of mirroring what Green Bay and Tampa just did? You bring in a veteran quarterback who's had success in another roster you got a, got a lot of young players. you got a GM and head coach who feel like their job is on the line. I know Arians and Salah is a, a tough comparison there, but it feels like those two teams, and in particular Tampa, set the and Rams and the Rams, we're all in. We don't yeah. care about picks. We don't yeah. care about two years. We're going to go get a Super Bowl right now. Well, you, you, you always hear that, like, oh, that's the kind of move you make if you, you're a piece away. Well, when the piece is a quarterback and you can bring in Rodgers, you got to feel pretty good. The The problem with, with Rodgers, as far as the Jets go, is how motivated is he? And I know that sounds like a stupid question. You know, you're a gajillion dollar starting NFL quarterback, and, you know, you've got naysayers. He's Remember, he's not like any one of us. He doesn't think like you think. Like, Rodgers could decide that it's more life-affirming to go ha- host, you know, Sports Jeopardy on Crackle. And just take off, so that that's like that's the 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 part that makes that interesting. You've never had to question whether or not Brady wanted to win. Like, if it, is he finally hitting the wall? Are the right pieces around him? Is he distracted off the field by a divorce and guy let stay at his house that allegedly tells people he hooked up with his wife? Is he distracted by those things? Maybe, but never, never just is he complacent. There's a there's a chance. I don't think it's a big chance, but it's definitely there. I don't think anybody's going to be mind blowingly shocked if that Aaron Rodgers just decides, yeah, I don't like New Jersey that much. There's not, I can't find any ayahuasca. There's no dark rooms. There's not like, and, and again, it it just could be anything. Is he just he? I I think on a level, I'm envious of it. He doesn't care what you think. He doesn't care what 
anyone thinks. He cares what he thinks. And it's that sounds super arrogant, but it also sounds so free. Like, it's just amazing. Now, if I'm a Jets fan, everybody, you you guys, everybody did to me. You hope the Raiders get Rodgers. I didn't want him because, like, again, there's a really good chance he goes out and he just slings it and you're you're set. But there's also a decent chance that he goes out there and goes, yeah, I just don't want to live near slot machines. They're weird. They call them one-armed bandits. <laughs> like, you just never, you just don't know what's going to happen. It's success, Super Bowl playoffs. If I had to choose and go back and say, all right, guys, you got to make a decision here. You got to take a veteran quarterback who's won before for a different market, but he's out of the prime of his career. He could help your team win, or you get to build your own quarterback through the draft and put pieces around them for the future. And at one point in year like five or six, you're going to overpay way too much for that quarterback, and your roster could be in shambles. Which would you choose? Roster in shambles, but a really good young quarterback who could win, or veterans who are going to take a pay cut and that might be old on the field? I would still take young quarterback yeah. shambles because there's more examples of that across the league. And shambles might be too much of a stretch, but I'm talking Buffalo, I'm talking Cincinnati, I'm talking Kansas City, where those quarterbacks all were drafted by the respective teams. They're all successful. They're all going to battle it out in the AFC. Philly's in that mix now, too, with Jalen Hurts, the big fat contract he got. So a majority of those teams did it that way, and that should still be the standard people hope for. Yeah, and it's it's weird because I think you need to see the model fail a lot before you see it change. And what's what's really kind of interesting is if you if you went and really broke it all down the half billion dollar man might be the most team friendly contract patrick mahomes 500 million dollar contract is really like 160 million with a couple pieces built in or whatever there's a point where he starts hitting your cap for like 40 50 million dollars don't get me wrong i think it's coming up actually almost now you got to draft out of your mind to make that work but the contract is also set up in such a way that I fully anticipate, whether it be this year, next year, no later than the year after, you're going to start seeing, oh, Patrick Mahomes reworked his deal. Oh, Patrick Mahomes reworked his deal. Oh, Pat-. It's going to be every single year he's going to rework his deal. And they're going to push money off. They're going to signing bonus. They're going to work out bonus. They're going to change it each year to get where he needs to be. Or, you know, we're also looking at the potential of the – league money going up so much because of the TV deals and everything else now that streaming rights are involved at a higher level. So either way, it's crazy to see the biggest number be the easiest one to work with. Watson's contract is an albatross. Um, Lamar's contract could be an albatross. Like these, these are, these are contracts that are going to be much more difficult to move the money around and play the shell game and do the math that, that these guys are able to do. But, you know, to your, to your point, guys, would I rather build my own quarterback as a Raiders fan? I've never really had that, like not in my lifetime. Like Carr is the closest I've gotten. Gannon was probably the best quarterback of my lifetime. Like we're old, not you know Plunkett and Stable are better, but but Gannon, what Gannon was able to do was great. I would love to have a homegrown guy. Yeah, and that's the fun part about the draft too. Why people get so hyped about it, and that's why there's so much of an investment. If you think that Anthony Richardson's the guy for the Colts. Or if you think Bryce Young can be the guy for Carolina, C.J. Stroud for Houston, Levis in Tennessee. By the way, I just listed those teams off. Three of the four of the AFC South. Oh, and Trevor Lawrence is the other one. I know you're big on Jacksonville, and we'll I, talk. I yeah, we'll talk more about that as that su- our summer continues of what our NFL picks could look like three years in a row. Levac or me, one of us has nailed a Super Bowl participant three seasons in a row. 
yeah. whether the champion or a team that competed for that ring. Only so one of us has won. Yes. Yeah. Who was that one? That was you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was you. So we'll see how those rosters come together. But that should be the goal of everybody. And I loved Andre's call there, too, because maybe, maybe a team surprises. That's the fun part about a four-team division in the NFL. A team that's projected to be terrible. It always happens. They shock somebody. They jump up. The fun part about this year coming up, too, is that the Jets, the Giants, and the Bills, talking the first week of May, projected to be playoff teams. Giants were in it last season. Bills were in it last season. Both rosters are better. The Jet roster now has a Hall of Fame quarterback, and they were right there potentially getting in the mix. So we could see a postseason with all three New York teams in it. It would be nice. Well, I'm sorry. There's no. There's no... There's only one New York team. Oh, God. It's the Albany Empire. You didn't hear that last night? I don't know. What? While being interviewed and explaining how much money he has spent, Tony said how much he paid for the arena, how much he paid for workers' comp. And in the workers' comp bill, is he said it was 1.5 mil. It is 1.5 mil. That is what he's going to pay over the course of the season. He said that's why the Giants and the Jets play in New Jersey, and there's no other professional football team in the state of New York. Oh. <sighs> Man, my man don't know where Orchard Park is. He was going to play there. There was a point where the, the Bills were rumored to get him, and he doesn't know the Bills are in, the Buffalo's in New York. <laughs> Does he? You know what? I'm not going to play the guessing game with him. I don't Do even want to guess. <laughs> Do Did it. he think it was a state? I don't know. I we don't, know. don't smoke itself, guys. I don't know. Do you want to take that call? What do you uh, want to do? I guess we can do it. Yeah. All right, Corey. Corey, don't ruin this. This is Corey and Greenwich. The only reason I'm going to the phones here because we love Elevation 10,000. Elevate your brand. Corey, you have a chance Hi, to guys. redeem yourself here. Go ahead, Corey. Yep. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? Good. How are Good. you? Corey? Oh, I I just had a splendid day. Very busy day. Corey, I we don't care. What do you want? Come on. What do you want? <laughs> Uh, two Jets questions. Over okay. under ten wins this year, and the rumor is the NFL schedule is coming out next week, and it might be the Jets and Giants Monday night opener. What do you guys think? And what do you th- if you're a Jets fan? What do you think about that? I'm not a Jets fan. I think that's great that I'm not. Um, I would say I would say over ten. I think they're eleven, twelve win team. They that defense is great. The talent is is the young talent's great. You you drafted the offensive and defensive rookie of the year last year. Let's see what you did this year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is 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 an upgrade, even if he doesn't care. So I would say over ten, and then uh, yeah, we you know give me the Snoopy Bowl in primetime. I'll take it. I, I think it's more important to realize. I think the Jets are going to have like seven primetime games this year. That's a massive number, and it is that's the projection out there. Those are the rumors. Six to seven primetime games for Jet football fans this season. Uh, I'll start with the second one. Oh, boy. I, I don't know if it should be week one. I don't. I like Thanksgiving. Can we like get like a, a Christmas Thanksgiving? Can we get like a, a flex holiday move for Jets, Giants? I kind of yeah, like but that. You're, but you're living in somebody else's house. Thanksgiving is Detroit and Dallas. Like, those are the ones. I got to see Detroit and Dallas on Thanksgiving. Like, if I'm the Jets and the Giants, I want, I want a marquee. I want to, I want I want my own thing. I would argue one of the most memorable Thanksgiving plays of the last fifteen years is the butt fumble. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know if you want to go back on Thanksgiving now saying that out loud. Right. Uh to the over under ten wins, man. Corey, I think that's a really good number you tossed out there. And you kind of tagged it with the schedules coming out. I would like to see that schedule. Nine to ten is like perfect. 
depending on when the bye weeks fall and what the matchups are in division, I'll go with nine. I will go with under, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Jets are one of these three to four teams that when the schedule comes out and the analytics look at and the metrics and how it all lays out, I would not be shocked if they're one of the teams that you could see two to three wins change because of how the schedule is formatted and because, as you pointed out, LeVac, how those primetime games lay with rest and all that stuff. All right. Well, hold on, though. You mm-hmm. do, we don't know when they play, but we know who they play. Yep. Split with the Bills? Bills yeah. are still better. I can, I can see a split in division, yeah. Split with the Bills, split with the Dolphins. Yep. Two wins. Split or, or take out the – they might – I'd what? say split with the Pats, too, because New England's been good, especially last season. They were tight in those games, but I'd say out-coaching Belichick, that stuff, I'd give Belichick the edge. i give him two. i yeah. give him two right there. I, so so you're at three, I'm at four right there. Chiefs, Chiefs beat them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Chargers, you can take the Chargers. Eagles, a hell of a game. Uh, that's quickly three and <laughs> that's three and six real quick, unfortunately, Jet fans, on yeah. my end. Uh, Eagles, Commanders, Sam Howell. Okay, four. Yep. Uh, Texans, five. Five. Falcons, six. That's your home. And then uh, on the road, Raiders. Obviously, you're going to lose that. I mean, come on. Um, uh, Broncos, you beat the Broncos, right? Okay, we're, I'm at seven and seven right now. All right. Raiders, you, they could definitely beat the Raiders. We don't know what Jimmy 50-50 game, sure, yeah. okay. We don't. We don't know. Uh, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys probably beat them. Yep. Giants. Mmm. Christmas night. Potentially. <laughs> then I just started that rumor. Okay, so I'd probably say that's like eight. Okay. And then the Browns. Wow. So I was right there at nine and ten, and I could see yeah. one of those games getting flipped. Sorry. Yeah. Nine and ten is a pretty good spot there. All right. Oh, wait. I Corey asked ten. Nine. I said I'm nine oh, to ten nine, right now. Saying, yeah, yeah. yeah but saying, I wanted to see how it. Well, you out. had nine. I had ten. I, I thought you were. The, I was like, dude, there's not 19 games. How are you doing? <laughs> 19 and you, oh, Super Bowl done. Um, yeah, I mean, there, and there's and let's be honest, there's going to be games in that thing where like, you know, God forbid, Josh Allen misses a week or or Mahomes has no wide receivers one week or whatever it is, where they're going to win a game that you didn't think they could win, and they're going to lose a game that you don't think they can lose. But yeah, I think I think they could. 10 I think 10 I, I hell I'll say 11 because I just think there's going to be I just think I think there's a chance that they could be better than you than people realize even I know that Gusecki now that he's a pat he's staying with Mac Jones because he's he wants to do that because that, that what could go wrong I mean Antonio Brown stayed with Tom Brady in Tampa I mean what could go wrong um I like it. I, 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 the Jets are going to be a fun watch this year. If, no doubt about it. If you're going high as 11 for the Jets, is potentially what their win total could be. Could they win the AFC East over Buffalo? I don't think so. I think Buffalo's 12-13 win team. I, I think the defense, I think, is going to be even better again. Um, the, my only concern, real concern with Buffalo, not really the running game, because I think they have a way of getting around that where Josh Allen runs. The running game's going to be better. Your buddy Latavius Murray's there now. Hey, train, hop on, choo choo. Hate him so much. Um, the only thing that scares me is that Josh Allen has started playing hero ball since Dable left. So hopefully, in the off season, they get him to protect himself a little bit more, throw the ball a little bit more often, and, and then slide. Like when he's trying to run over like Aaron Donald in Week One, that's that's a recipe for not playing seventeen games, is what that is. So. If Josh Allen protects himself a little bit better, that could be 
that could be really, really scary in Buffalo. A um, little breaking news for you for the Giants fans. Ooh, that sounds like a tease, Levesque. Can you give us that breaking news coming up? Why, do I have a choice? You're running the board. No. <laughs> but before we give you that breaking news, USX Pest Control, our friends, cannot wait to find out more about them throughout this upcoming summer. Levac, we're so happy to have this partnership with us here on Levac and Goss on Fox Sports 95 990. Tell us a little bit more about them. So what they're able to do is with their exclusion system, chemical-free, they can keep rodents and pests out of your house. They go around the entire house. You can get a free inspection right now just by going to USXPest.com. And they'll seal off any place where, you know, rodents or, or large insects are able to sneak into your house. It's really, really cool. And I got to be honest with you, I feel like it kind of insulated my house a little better. I feel like that first winter was was a hair cheaper. I don't I, I don't have the science to back that up. Uh, it's a, that's a LeVac claim, not a USX claim. Analytic claim. Yeah, like, like, but it was... It definitely felt that way to me. It wasn't as drafty in the house. They go through, they do all that, they keep everything out, like whether it be bats in the attic, which happens more than you realize, uh, mice in the basement, they're going to get in there, they're going to seal them out, and they're going to get you taken care of. It is is really, really cool. It is a member of the Gagne family, which is who brought you Cat's Eye Pest Control, USXPest.com. Schedule your free inspection today. Progressive presents Precious Moments. Yeah, I caught my first fish, Dad. Great job, buddy. He's a beauty. Thanks for taking me fishing. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. The exchange you just heard didn't actually happen, but it could. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive, and you could use the savings to make sure the boat's always ready for those magical father-son moments. Who knows, maybe someday he'll actually like fishing. So keep the dream alive and the savings coming with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. One in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced. Let our professional parts people test your battery for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now during Staples Free Tech Take Back, rewards members get $10 back in Staples Rewards when they recycle their tech. Ends June 3rd. Limit one reward per month. Exclusions apply. Visit staples.com slash recycling for details. Cut the cord on your old tech and recycle it at Staples. Hey, did you know nacho fries are back at Taco Bell? But they're not going to hang around forever, so don't wait. Or you might miss out on these hot, crisp fries covered in all those bold Mexican spices with delicious nacho cheese sauce. Or wait and just settle for flavorless fries. Regular, bland, spiceless, flavorless, flimsy, non-nacho fries. (sighs) Just an absolute bummer of a fry. Nacho fries are back. Get them today, only at Taco Bell. (laughs) Participate in U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. Contact local store for hours and participation which fair. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! (laughs) Turns out he likes to do it by feel. Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, trunk lids, license plate holders, and headlights. (laughs) They've got lots of headlights. When you need parts, get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially since you're always growing and changing. Don't know what you really want, deepening that self-awareness. Because sometimes you don't know what you really want until you talk things through. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist online who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit BetterHelp.com score to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com score. 
Now back to Levesque and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. I like to be honest, no matter if it makes me look good or bad. I've been, uh, I pointed out Gaza's, what did you call it? Your selfish shield? Selfish shield. I don't like it. I don't like that. I, I, I like it. It's a good phrase. So in the, in the, in the break, I was like, do we do this or do we do this? I'm like, I think we should do this. He goes the other way. I go, ah, you're the boss. You do what you want. As we all know, I've never listened to my bosses ever. That is me using him as my selfish shield. So if it's the wrong decision, <laughs> I do not get in trouble. So just so we can be clear. I may be a jerk, but I'm fair about it. Somewhere, Alan Green, our sales guy, is going to write down, Gaz made that call. Yes. Okay. And if he doesn't, I'll text it to him after the show. <laughs> uh, Giants fans, good news for you all pro. Uh, according to that guy, Adam Schefter, the robot, he's not a real human. I can prove it. Um, I can't really prove it, but who cares? Uh, Giants all pro defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence has signed a four-year $90 million extension, including $60 million guaranteed. He is one of the hallmarks of that defense. He is going to be there for a long time. And it feels weird to say this. A guy that good, 60 guaranteed, which is the real number. That 90 is a sweet thing to say, but the 60 is what we really got to talk about. It's not a lot of money. That is not a lot of money for a guy that good. It was amazing to think about where this guy's career is going because that rookie year, not great. (laughs) I went full Tony Romo right there, right? Jim, I don't know, baby. Maybe. It wasn't good. And that whole Clemson defensive line, that whole draft was packed. I know your Raiders picked up a player. The Dolphins picked up a player. That was stacked across the board. Just You go back and look back in the history of college football defensive lines. You're going to argue that's the greatest defensive line in college football history. And Dexter Lawrence was a part of it. Now that he's back and is impactful up front, in and out, right? You build at the O-line, the D-line. That's what the Giants have done. Somewhere Dave Gettleman's thinking, hey, hey, guys, can I come back in? Everyone criticized how bad I was. Some of these guys are actually turning out to be pretty good. And Lawrence is one of them. So you got Lawrence and you got Thomas. Andrew Thomas, who also is getting picked up by the Giants, he's another one who struggled early in his career. Maybe we just have to let rookies be bad for a year and actually develop and get better, especially physically. It's defensive tackle and guard used to be the two biggest ones where physically a 22-year-old versus a 30-plus-year-old man, like you could be the beast in your weight room when you're in college, but all these other guys have trained a whole different method when you have the big beef up front, it does take a while, and both these guys have developed into really good players for New York. One of um, one of Gaza's rules when uh, betting or picking college football is he rarely goes against BYU because they're adults. That's right. He they, do they're that. older. They're just older. Yeah, it's different. Like it's it's there are there's a reason there's rules in place, right? So you know you got to wait three years after your high school graduating class just to be in the NFL, and it's. It's a it is a rule that should 100% be against the law because you're old enough to work, and if you're skilled enough to work and somebody wants to pay you to work, you should be allowed to work. But it's left in place for multiple reasons, and one of those is your own safety. So, yeah, it takes a little time for these guys to grow into what they need to be, especially those 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 trench fighters and in the inside and in the interior line. But, I mean, 
Lawrence being there just feels like it's that kind of thing that anchors your defense. You're good to go. You mentioned Andrew Thomas. He, they picked up his fifth-year option. So in, uh, he's getting 14.175 in, in 2024. That's, that's, you know, hey, you have to take this. Sorry. I hope, I hope everything's okay. <laughs> I think you'll be just fine, man. Yeah. I don't know. I know it's, it's going to be tough. A lot, of, uh, a lot of mac and cheese, maybe some canned tuna to survive on. You know, maybe you have to buy a BMW instead of a Mercedes. You're going to have to make some choices. So often over the last five years, New York professional football teams have been so bad. Now, the Bills got to be good before the Giants and Jets did, but Giant fan, the most consistent complaints over the last five years has been offensive line play, coaching, and the GM decisions in the offseason. Well, the offensive line play has got a lot better. The head coach had one of the great rookie first-year head coaching performances of what? The last 10 years? Maybe Sean McVay's in that mix somewhere, too? Yeah. It's that good? That's yeah. how good Brian Zabel was? And your GM? Shane's been really good. So, yeah. like, you, all the criticism, they all got fixed. Ownership listened. The Bills? You guys have been doing really good. You had a little yeah. bit longer, two decades plus, to complain about not making them. The Jet fans, you got your quarterback. Yeah. So New York fans, that's my favorite part about New York passionate sports fans. We call 95.9.980 the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. New York fans, Capital Region fans, your voice has been heard. All the criticisms you've had of your teams, whether it's social media, whether it's ticket sales, whatever, clearly something has changed. And shout out to everybody. I want to give the... Credit to the fans on that, because that's been a long coming for all those fan bases. Such a kiss up. What? Um, it's true. I like your Gettleman point. Like, if there's ever a reason for the fans to not get all the credit, is it, Gettleman's almost like the power hitter in baseball. Like, it's either over the wall or he strikes out. Like, it's never, the, the, he's he's not going to, he's not legging out a single. It was, you know, all right, let's, uh, let's, let's bring in the big guy. Let's bring in, let's get some hog mollies. Let's do this. And then it's like. I'm going to sign Odell Beckham Jr. to a massive extension even though I don't want him. Why would you do that? <laughs> now you're gone because you did something you didn't want to do. And I lo- and and his GM speak, I don't think you ever ever gave him enough credit for his GM speak. I didn't sign the player to trade him. That doesn't even come close to saying I'm not trading him. <laughs> That's not even like, like like you said earlier you were talking about Jordan Love, you think that contract is very tradable. Yeah. You know, Maybe we did sign him and kept it so we could trade him. But, no, I signed him because I wanted Odell Beckham Jr. to be our, our number one receiver for years and years to come. Didn't work out. <laughs> Got to go. I, I also wanted to run a marathon. Never happened. <laughs> but I wanted to. So, like, I, the GM speak is always – I love the people who can do the GM speak and you don't even catch it. And, like, and he got you. You were like, he said he didn't want to trade him. I'm like, no, nah, he never said he didn't want to. He said he didn't plan to. <laughs> it's a whole other thing. I might, maybe my parents were just sneakier than your parents. Maybe I just lived in that life. I think so. I think so. You think giant, like giant fans are going to have a small percentage of the fan base that becomes Gettleman stands? Like they just love him? Is this going to reach Philadelphia sport fan like where there's those Philly fans back in the mid 2010s that would show up to the NBA draft and have the Sam Hinkie died for our sins posters? The guy who started <laughs> trust the process and they got canned. But Philly Cott could post him. I don't think we're at Sam Hinkie level yet. No. People don't but, like Gettleman. Nah. They didn't like him. Remember um the the COVID draft where you were you were seeing inside the houses and like Bruce Arians is super cool. He's just out there with a, probably a scotch and a smoke. Uh 
Kingsbury's got the coolest house you've ever seen. It's like something out of a movie, like what a, a American Psycho looks like. Christian yeah. Christian Bale's character be living there, and then Gettleman is like locked in a room because he's he's a cancer survivor, and people were destroying him for wearing a mask during the draft and everything. It was like, wait, a you and and usually when you like accidentally pick on somebody, it's like, oh look at this, look at this idiot, what's wrong with him? Well, you know, he had got hit in the head with a bat. Oh, I'm sorry, but like. Well, look at Gettleman. He's stupid. He looks everybody else having fun. He's in this stupid room. Everybody's like, well, dude, he's, he's, he like just started remission from cancer. Yes. Yeah, so like nobody even cared. Like they just wanted to trash him. So yeah, I don't think he'll ever get the credit for part of what he did. And like you said, Shane looks better in what they're doing. Him and Dable are doing together. Gettleman never found the right coach. This is going to be a whacked out comparison, but it's maybe just because it's one of the hottest stories today in sports is Gettleman too different in 2023 and people wanted him to fail like here's my comparison barstool barstool's in the news today because of ben mince who yeah. has connections back with another radio station we used to work with in louisiana matt moscone you can look him up he's a great radio host but those guys had connections there we've had moscone on the show before to talk about sec football and the lsu tigers and everything else when it was making national headlines but gettleman was so different that he was so old school that new football minds couldn't stand it. Oh, my God. What's he going to run out the wishbone? What's he going to play with one stick on their helmet? People couldn't handle it. Barstool is this non-traditional media company that partnered with a sports gambling company. And they were messing with Ben Mintz. Now, he was saying rap lyrics on a live video. He said a word he shouldn't have said. This doesn't make sense to me. Okay. The comparison or the barstool thing? No, you see where no, I'm going? Like, new no. age thinking people criticize yeah. the most is my point. Yeah. Well, no, because the, the comparison I get, because it's, you know, cancel culture and all yes. that, that fun stuff. But there's 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 legitimate rules. There's a there's a rule called the fleeting expletive rule, right? So if if I get really worked up, and I swear on this show, that is a finable offense. However, if we can prove that it was just a fleeting expletive, it was not, you know, I, I have a history of not doing this kind of stuff and everything else, the, they'll let it go. Ben Mintz is fired because of a video I still haven't seen. And, and I know they're saying Penn Sports and stuff like It screams publicity stunt to me. Cause I, oh, you think it's fake? I kind of do. I kind of do. I, I mean, as much as, like, it... it it could be the case because again, cancel. And I know Penn is going through a lot of like the 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 value is down. Um, they're having they're not getting the success out of their their betting markets that they expected. There's a lot of things going on where maybe they're very cautious to not rock the boat. It just feels like a great publicity stunt to me, like a smart one. And and the 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 beauty of it is, if you really just wanted to bring him back in a couple of days, like if you if you're if they forced you to fire him. You let him go. You don't say a word. You go back to him a couple weeks later at Penn and go, look, no one's talking about it. Can I bring him back? And you do that. by doing. There's, it's a way bigger story because Portnoy and Big Cat and, and PMT and the, like these superstars of Barstool are all going on. A, we defend him, but we had to let him go. It's a way bigger story because they've made it a bigger story. As much as I'd like to continue about this Barstool conversation, as much as I want this Red Sox pregame show with Levac hosting to go long, you and I have not heard from this guy in about three, maybe four years. He was one of, and can still be now into the future, one of our favorite callers of all time. 
Ken in Latham is on the phone. Oh! Ken, it has been too long. <laughs> Where have you been? We missed you, man. Hey, guys, I'm really happy to hear uh, LeVac uh, ranting for a couple of minutes. And then when I heard you chime in like the, you know, Ed McMahon that you are, <laughs> uh, I was so happy to hear you guys. Honestly, uh, I'm usually on the other channel at this time. What? And- I didn't no know more. you were on Fox. Yeah, no. I'm really happy for you. Can't, can't say it enough. Really happy to hear you. Thank you, Ken. We are happy to hear that. We can talk Rams. We can, That phone line is open to you. We were worried because we hadn't heard from you for a while. We are happy to have you back. More that important. phone line is open Ken, to you. Go more ahead. important, Ken, who's winning the Derby? That's what I need to know. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> you, you, you know, you beat me to it, LeVac. I wanted to say how I still remember the day seeing this lovely guy at the track, and he rubs my shoulder, and I hit four in a row. You know, I'll never forget that day. Well, Ken, so, do this for well, us. Give, he's got to give us the winner. We, we got Andrew Champagne coming on tomorrow. If Ken, if you've got one now, tell us. If not, I can wait a day. If Ken's going to nail it tomorrow, I'm ready whenever he is. How about that? Well, I'll tell you what. I, I got a horse that I'm looking at. He's uh, He's got speed. I love the old man. He's got a little bit of an inside post, but he's got a big shot, and we all like prices, right? Absolutely. One horse, two fills. (laughs) That's the name, (laughs) two fills. He's a three horse. And that's who I'm going with. Perfect. Ken, it's awesome to hear you, man. It's, It's so cool that you came over here to hang out with us. Hey, really, really happy for you guys that I'm going to keep this number, and I and I will be calling you. Yeah, you know, back in the day, I called a little too much, and Levesque let me know that geez, it's you again. But <laughs> I'm gonna, if I'm not picking I'm on you, I don't like again. it. You know that. And God, yes. And, and God, you're the best number two guy ever. I'm Uh-oh. sorry, you're number two, but you're the best number two. <laughs> Thank okay, you. You're like an eighth. That's what my wife tells me all the time. Thank you, Ken. I, I'll talk, I'm potting him down now. Thank, thank you, Ken. Thank you, Ken. The best number two there is out there. You know what the, it doesn't yeah. smell. Doesn't... I don't realize all the time that not everybody realizes. Like I'm, I always love when Ken called. I just like teasing Ken. Because if I don't tease you, I don't like you. That's the rule. If I'm nice to you all the time, I'm just not comfortable around you. Ken is always fired up. That's what the thing is. And I think one day he came in a little too fired up. You had to calm him down. He wasn't ready to be calmed down. But Ken called. I don't remember. Ken called on the Elevation 10,000 phone lines. Our number is 518-690-0980. So save that in your phone. 518-690-0980. We love Elevation 10,000. Well, it's it's a easy solution to whatever you need for your business, for your brand, for like, listen, family trip, and you want to do T-shirts. Elevation Ten Thousand can do the T-shirts for you for that. You need new banners for Little League or or to put outside your business. They can do that. Digital marketing, build a website, do a video for your commercial. Whatever you're looking for, top to bottom, Elevation Ten Thousand is there to help elevate your brand, elevate your business. The thing that I always loved about it is. One of my statements when I was running a football team, you know, I did okay, a couple championships while I was there. I always said, I don't know what I don't know. Help me. Well, I said that I, I said that to Dave McClett and the team over at Elevation 10,000. And the next thing I know, I look like a genius because they do all of it. Oh yeah, you need you need uh, you need shirts to sell to the fans, throw in the stands during the thing. You need this. You need you need banners. You need, you need the dashboards done. We can do all of it. It's that simple. That easy. 
start to finish, top to bottom, whatever you need to elevate your business, elevate your brand, you need Elevation 10,000. This report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. We all know Goodwill, but did you know when you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community? Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. DQ presents the sound of summer calling. Hey, it's me, Summer. You got... 